Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yo, what's going on, Busted Open Nation? And thank you very much for tuning in to another edition of the Busted Open Podcast. Today, the Fat and the Furious returns with myself, Bully Ray, and my co-host, Tommy Dreamer. Last night's Dynamite. What a show. Me and Dreamer are going to break it down, but most importantly... All love, all respect to the tribute, to the match for Jay Briscoe. Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal had the entire wrestling world talking about it, and we're going to talk about it right here, right now, on the Busted Open Podcast. Turn it up. Tommy, what is going on? How are you this morning? Uh, Doing okay. Uh, Last night's show was a very emotional show. I, I thought of you because we have stood on that podium a lot, uh, way too many times that two young men when we were in our 20s should have. And uh, it, it's a hard time. It's an emotional time um, for everybody. And uh, it was also a way of healing. And man, that match was something last night. It definitely was an emotional night for pro wrestling fans. Tommy, yesterday afternoon, early afternoon, I had sent out a tweet and I, and I said that I thought last night was the perfect opportunity for wrestling fans all over the world to come together to, you know, watch Dynamite. Um, I've never gone out of my way to tell wrestling fans to, you know, watch any one particular show. I've always, you know, recommended, I've recommended every single product out there, but I was like, let if there was ever one night, to really, really tune into a particular show, a particular brand or product. It was last night's Dynamite, where we as a wrestling community could come together. We we as a wrestling universe could come together uh, and help support the entire AEW locker room, help support the Pew family, the Briscoe family, um, show our love and respect for Jay Briscoe, but mainly kind of as... Just be in the corner of Mark Briscoe last night, like 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 Arnold Skoland would have been in the corner of uh, of Bob Backlund. I I looked at it as like every wrestling fan in the world would tune into Dynamite last night and be in the corner of Mark Briscoe and will him to victory in honor of his brother, Jay, against uh, Jay Lethal last night. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it was emotional. Uh, it, 
If I could use a, a sports reference, I remember when Thurman Munson passed away. I was a young kid. I was probably eight years old. And I was, I mean, just like you, kind of devastated, if you remember it. And after the funeral and uh, Bobby Mercer, he had given the, um, the speech. And then the next day he hit the walk-off home run and the Yankees won the game. It was a very emotional day. Um, wrestling is so much different because you saw how many people, you know, love Jay, Jay lethal and Sanjay go out there. It's, you could see it in their eyes. You could see it in their emotions. And, you know, there was, even though Jay lethal is technically the heel, but there was no heels or baby faces. Here comes Mark. And I mean, showing so much charisma and it factor um because he is representing his family he is representing his brother and the match they had i mean before they even started you know you could see the the tears in jay lethal's eyes but then if you go back if you watch that match it was a great match and then you have all the other stuff that's going on and and the performance that those guys put on you know, especially Mark, I mean, nothing to take a backseat to Jay's performance, but to go out there and do that in front of thousands in the audience and millions at home was, uh, it's something special. And like you said, with, um, you know, to celebrate it, uh, uh, referee Paul Turner, another person who was super duper close to, you know, Jay, um, Caprice Coleman, who's also a man of faith, did an amazing job and showed you the other level and talked about the other level of this. Uh, Ian did a great job and they're all, you know, you're all talking about your friend that you, you is not around anymore. And it's so hard. Um, Excalibur, they all did an amazing job. Um, and then at the end, all the boys coming out um, it, and that video they did earlier, uh, man, it, it got me big time, especially the part because when they were like, with the Singapore cane, the one brother to the other brother. Cause I remember them telling me that story. Like, man, we used to be like you and Sam and, you know, hitting each other with that. I thought like, you know, literally they were joking. And then I see a picture of something that they told me a long, long time ago. Um, it's just, you know, it, it was an amazing, beautiful performance it was a great performance. Uh, it was a great piece of work. And it just goes, even that end message uh, that, you know, Mark said to his brother and then to his children. It was just, it was one of the best, the best possible ways out of a really bad situation um, that you could have be represented. The fans, you know, it was, the fans there too are emotional. You could see people crying. It's hard, but, you know, then people come on social media and, they talk about their um, what they're going through. And for everybody listening, we are all going to go through this. We're all going through this and it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel sad, but it's also okay to keep moving forward. It's also okay to never forget somebody and just, you know, like, I mean, there's so many people donating to the GoFundMe or buying his t-shirt these are things of for people that you can't forget because when this happens and so tragic from, you know, you can't believe he's gone. 
but there's other people still living and that's his family. And then I always go with what would he want for his family? And that's what he would want for his family. Tommy, how did you feel about AEW making the decision to close with a tribute and not open with the tribute? Uh, Like I said, pure class. I also think show wise, if they would have done that first, all this, all everything after that wouldn't one have like all the air leaves the building after that. Agree. You know, it's hard enough when you do a 10 bell salute, but people are used to that in the sense of the show goes on. But the, if you would have done that first or in the middle, and this wasn't about ratings or crossovers, I, you know, to address haters, people talking about, you know, AEW trying to monopolize on somebody's passing. No, man, that, that's not the case. And Tony Khan even came on here, and that's why I reiterated it when Tony came on. Mark Briscoe said that's what his brother would want to do. So this was, you know, Tony talking to Mark Briscoe, and you know how close Mark and Jay are. So, I mean, if and if Mark probably would have, if he would have said, I don't want to do it, he wouldn't have done it, you know? So it is. When the show started last night, I was, I was, I, w- I found it interesting that they didn't start with a 10 bell salute or in the typical wrestling fashion where maybe the WWE would have started with a 10 bell salute. I know in ECW, we've started with a 10 bell salute. Um, I've seen in uh, various other wrestling organizations where a show starts where the wrestlers and the company and the fans all pay their respect to the wrestler that passed away. And I, I, I wasn't going to judge AEW um, by not starting with the 10-bell salute. I wanted to see how the show played out. And as the sh- as Jericho was making his entrance and you felt the electricity in the room, as we always do when Jericho comes out, I was saying to myself, this is probably much better for television We're, because if you start off with the 10 bell salute, you have now primed your entire arena and the people at home for a very somber night. We don't want to have a somber night. We want to pay respect uh, to, to Jay Briscoe. It's going to be somber anyway. There's going to be a lot of emotions. Why not let that emotion build to the end of the night and I love the way it all came together at the end. At the end, we still got, we didn't get a 10 bell salute. We didn't need one. We got the match. We got all of his friends, his coworkers out there. We got Mark Briscoe saying something. We got the giant Tron with the shot. We got Mark holding up both ring of honor tag team championships with the shot of his brother behind him. I think it, I think the way AEW did it last night um, accomplished two things. They got their exciting TV that we've come to know from them every Wednesday night. And we also got an amazing tribute. I think if they would have started with the tribute, I think it takes the it, the proverbial air out of the room and then it's hard to get it back. And their job at the end of the day is to put on an exciting television show. And as well as like, I don't want to say the build, but, it was to celebrate his life and his career. You know, the video was, was one thing I've, you know, in that whole, that opening thing, we were meant for this, you know, professional wrestling 
and you know the amount of time that was given the proper amount of time that was given to pay tribute to somebody and all those shots they're all you know i don't think they're hey pose here pose there because you know you're not going to get that from mark briscoe um so they captured it great even you know tony khan to be up there real quick and then you know, he shoots to the back. It, it, it really was just a tribute to a great, great person. I mean, we did our tribute. Uh, the other thing to answer the 10 bell, I don't know if they did it last week, not on air, but before. Because um, sometimes, I mean, we've done them where you don't air them on television. You go out there and like, hey, this is happening before the show to acknowledge, uh, acknowledge everybody. Um, you know, you, I've stood next to you. I've been the person holding that microphone addressing where people didn't, you know, some people didn't know what had happened. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And like I said, you and I have gone through way, way too many of these when we were early in our careers. Um, and it, for a time you became numb to it because it just happened so much, but, uh, I'm glad times have changed. And, you know, wrestlers take better care of themselves and aren't out there being crazy and partying and all sorts of stuff like that. And but it doesn't hurt any less. And, man, I felt it. I I, I hate that that first bell. And uh, I know it's going to happen for for everybody. Um, but that numb feeling walking to the ring and like I remember passing people. It's just, or, or I remember like when we first would come out, you come through that curtain and people like excited and then they're excited, like, oh, wow, something's going on. And then they start to realize what's going on. This was back in the day when social media and all that stuff wasn't as uh, prevalent as it is today. But, you know, ECW, we catered to the smarter audience like AEW does. And, uh, but I mean, Jay and Mark have been trending for days. It's been a massive new story and uh again i'll say it all all day it was a great great tribute to his career his brother had an amazing match uh, jay put on one hell of a performance because emotionally sometimes you're you're checked out you're numb that's that was the best way i could say when i'd go there out there i'd be numb and when that final bell and you'd be crying and then all of a sudden you like i have to now go to work and that numbness goes away. Uh, that's for me as the performer that has sadly been there. Um, and, you know, keep on donating to the GoFundMe, go buy his shirt because his family's going to need that because they're in for the long haul, man. Uh, Paul or Gabby, maybe we can put uh, their GoFundMe on the Busted Open Twitter machine this morning. Uh, and encourage everybody listening to click on that GoFundMe account and donate whatever you can to the Pew family. Um, Tommy, not only are we going to talk about last night, <clears throat> Dynamite, the entire show, the tribute to Jay Briscoe, but I truly want to get the take of the Busted Open Nation this morning, 877 344 4893-877-344-4893. You guys know the phone number by now. What did you think of the Jay Briscoe tribute segment last night? What did you think of the match between Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal? What did you think about the moments at the end of the show? 
I really want to hear from wrestling fans this morning. <clears throat> and Tommy, I'm hoping that we get to hear from a fan or two this morning that may not have never watched AEW before, that tuned in for the first time last night. So if you did tune in for the first time last night, you're going to the head of the line and you're getting on the on the uh, on the air quicker with me and Tommy. So uh, open up the phone lines, have those calls pouring in. What did you think of Dynamite? Going to take a quick break here. We got a lot to cover this morning. When we come back, Tommy, Ian Riccoboni said something last night about Mark and Jay that I found interesting, and I felt I was scratching my head. I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I agree with that. I have to ask Tommy his opinion about this tomorrow morning, and I'll ask you when we come back. The Fat and the Furious returns on a Thursday morning. Right here on your mother's favorite pro wrestling show, Busted Open. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
NFL fans. Right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you. Hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe In, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was telling you about something that Ian Riccoboni said last night about Mark and Jay Briscoe, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, Ian said that Mark was basically, and and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, he was the brains of the team. He was the leader of the team. Basically, he's the one that came up with everything, despite the fact that Jay got the majority of the spotlight when they were on their own, when they did go on their own. It was Mark who was really like driving the ship, the leader of the team. Agree or disagree? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you spent more time, excuse me, with them as I did, they both equally had as much input to all their matches and both guys would speak up. So I don't know if there was, you know, a team leader. In, in your dealings with them, how many matches were you involved with, with them? I know it was me and you versus the Briscoes at the Hammerstein, but were you involved in any other matches with them? Oh, yeah. I mean, their entire time, it wasn't long in impact, um, as well as dealing with them in, you know, my own house of hardcore. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I felt they were equally, but you don't, you know, I I don't know. I didn't, you know, Ian's probably had about 10 years with them. No, without a doubt, Ian has spent for, forever with them. And and it wasn't like Ian took a hard stance on this where he said, you know, like Mark Briscoe was the leader of the Briscoes. He basically, you know, he put it out there that Mark was like the the leader or, or the brains of the operation. Uh, Tommy, when it came to the time that they gave for the entrances, for the match, and for the celebration of life afterwards. How did you feel about that? Would you have liked to have seen them get a little bit more time? Uh, I thought it was perfect. I mean, their match was a, a really great wrestling match. Like I said before, barring the circumstances, that which made it even greater because it was such an, a performance under insane amount of pressure uh, and not, and pressure not to for the fans, but pressure to, I want to make this match great for Jay. Um, I, I thought the timing was perfect. There was nothing. Could you have always given it more time? Sure. And, you know, I, I feel any great artist, the more time you're given up until a certain point is going to be really, really good in, in order to create their masterpiece. Uh, they delivered a masterpiece it was, uh, no, nah, I, I was fine with it all. I really was. At the end of the show, um, was it just the Ring of Honor locker room that was out there? Or was it the Ring of Honor locker room and the AEW locker room? I didn't get a great uh, glimpse of everybody that was up there. No. And, and for those times and, and, you know, there's 
there's time storyline wise why certain people don't go out. There's also, I mean, I don't know who's on the show. I did see other people out there. I didn't take a great glimpse because I don't, uh, I don't like to see so many people that I really care about sad and it's, it sucks. Like, but I mean, I did, I saw those are situations where whoever wants to go out, goes out. Um, if it's not storyline wise and, uh, or, I mean, there could be people that have left, you know, there, there's all these different situations and there's also people that really want to be there to honor their friend. Jay lethal came out for the match and you can tell that Jay was very, very emotional, practically in tears. Um, very, very overwhelmed by it all. And when I saw Jay Lethal come out, I'm like, wow, I wonder how Mark is going to be. Man, Mark Briscoe came out a house of fire as if his brother was still standing next to him. And if you're a spiritual person, his brother was standing next to him and his brother was walking down that ramp with him and his brother did get in that ring with him and his brother did stand on that apron with him right in that corner mark was as upbeat as ever fired up and raring to go did was was mark's demeanor shocking to you were you were you taken back by how much fire he had did you expect a more subdued mark briscoe last night um when he walked out, I was very, very happy to see how upbeat he was. And I think, again, that's poor for his brother. And uh, I said this yesterday a lot of times, uh, as wrestlers were clowns, and he put on the mask of Mark Briscoe, and you lay it out all out there. For me, I could tell you when, you know, my first real death of in wrestling was Louis Spicoli and it hit me hard. And I remember like there were moments where you're so, so sad and then you got to go perform and it's just like, you, you know, I take a breath in, breathe out. I put my hands on my knees and I'm in that corner and then I'm laser focused whether there's tears on my face, those tears are drying up because like I said, now I have a job to do. Now I got to go into the, you know, Tommy dreamer mode. And uh, I think both guys did it. When Mark came out fire um, had great charisma and he truly was like representing what the Briscoes were all about. And, you know, like, like I said, Ian and the, the Kung Fu stuff and, all the stuff that, you know, Mark and Jay did. And then, you know, winning with the Jay Drilla uh, was awesome. You know, it's, it's the ultimate tribute to, you know, him for, for that. And, and I mean, they, they gave the history, they gave all the stuff of why these two guys are going out and even how they even escalated it where when Jay lethal was like, gave him a real hard chop and, uh, Mark was like, oh, that's how you're going to do. And Jay's like, that's how we're going to do. Okay, now it's on. And, you know, you put on, I don't know how they were in the back. There's been times where that stuff happens and you just, as soon as that ends, you just hug the guy you're working because you knew you put on a great performance or you're just so full of emotions that it's over. And, you know, I've been, I've been there with people. They don't remember it. It was just like, you know, I did what? Okay, 
cool. Or you go back and you watch it and you're like, or you may never watch it just because it's going to trigger a lot of sad emotions. It's there's, there's so many just ranges of spectrums and that this is from the wrestler side, but dude, there's so many fans that feel that way. Nation members. It's just like, you could see it through social media. You could see why Mark and Jay are, have been trending for so, so long, because this is a, you know, a young man taken from us, like in an instant. And then, you know, the story progresses with his daughters and I think God, his daughters are doing better, but his daughters are going to be in the hospital for a long time. His daughters are going to require a lot of rehab from, from a really bad car accident that took away their father. And I mean, that video of when his daughter, <clears throat> excuse me, said, I love you, daddy. And I, or him dancing was with his daughter. It was just as a father crushing it really was, but you know, then you have to say, I was happy that I have had him in my life performing that way for so long because, you know, I mean, he was a great wrestler and to be acknowledged and bully, you know, you and I, we're the, that next generation of wrestlers that we're seeing uh, on TV. We're about 10 years older than them. And, you know, a lot of them saw ECW and it's like we were blessed to wrestle with the 80s guys, the 90s guys, and so forth. They're more the 90s guys and so forth. But they were the next generation of guys from Ring of Honor that made it and made their and, – and the Briscoes were one of them, you know, because Ring of Honor was the alternative to WWE and WCW. I mean, ECW was. And then – goes away there's no more there's just wwe and then ring of honor comes up and they were the alternative and these men and women you know busting their humps and you know small towns and small venues based out of philadelphia i mean they were the next generation of guys and girls who made it and you know the briscoes were them so uh and we were blessed to work with them and bless you're blessed to tag with them but it's just that's the nature of of the beast. But they were the next set of rebels that really, really captivated an audience. And because if you think about it, it's not like they were on AEW or had national television through them. They had their ground support throughout their entire career because of how hard they always worked. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. You guys talked about grieving and watching Mark go out there. Would you agree or disagree that I think Mark's might still be in shock? Um, I'll take it from what Earl Hebner said about Dave. I lost my heart is gone. Half of my heart is gone. Um, it, it's There's no way that you're ever going to think about it. You've lost both your parents. I think about my dad every day. And it does when they say it gets easier, but then there are times it's just like, or even last night, Beulah watched something on television 
uh, George Jones and uh, Tammy. I think it's George and Tammy on Showtime. She's like, this was an amazing TV show. And then she was like, you know who would have loved it? And she's like, my mother. And she's like, I wish I could call her and talk to her about this. And those are moments where it's really hard. And uh, Mark's going to deal with that. The wife is going to deal with that. And then, you know, you talk about there, there's three children out there, three beautiful children that don't have a dad. That's, you know, next, that's next level for, for them because their lives are changed. And then, you know, then the greatness of that family, there was a woman driver who was killed uh, on the other side and they forgave the woman and they're asking people donate to her family because it's a mom that her kids are no longer going to have children. It's just when we say tragedy, when we say tragic, it friggin' sucks because millions upon millions of people have a connection to a person who is no longer there. And you saw it in that emotion when people, you know, gathered on that stage, but you know, that that's why I say wrestling is art. And it was, it was church for a lot of people. And, and you know, it, it was just, that's why I said it was brilliant because it is, it's so hard to deal with it. It's so hard to talk about it. I hate talking about this. I hate having to see my people that I really care about walk out with their heads down and then holding back tears. It just, it sucks. I really hate it because I've been a part of that way too much. And I like, I want to hug everybody. And you saw it when we did the 10 bell salute and impact Jimmy Jacobs almost crumbled. And I just picked him up and grabbed him because I saw how much he was struggling. And then even I went to you and I was like, man, I forgot about you and your connection with them. I knew where you were boys, but I forgot about the tag team. And you were, you were like, yep. And you know, it's just, it's hard. Or then you see like Eddie Edwards, I'm just talking people in our locker room. We had a lot of ring of honor people there and they're all, everybody is hurting together. But last night, at least everyone got to celebrate a bit together. I'm not a believer in that, you know, it gets easier thing, especially when you are genuinely emotionally connected to somebody. Um, when you lose someone, whether it's a family member, a friend, um, loss in any way, shape, or form, loss through death, loss through uh, a breakup. If you have a genuine connection, genuine emotional, you're genuinely emotionally in touch with that other person. And for one reason or another, you experience loss, especially sudden loss, I don't think anything ever gets easier. I think you just learn to deal with the pain that comes along with the loss every single day. You know, they talked about the, you know, the old adage, time heals all wounds. I'm not a believer in that. Time just allows you to deal with and cope with the wound in a different way. And I don't think, you know, the loss, I don't think anybody in the Pew family, I don't think any of the friends, close friends of Jay Briscoe will ever truly 
get over a loss like this. Um, I think it'll affect people for a long time. And you just learn how to kind of plow forward and deal with it. Especially when you, when you, um, there are certain personalities and, and the wrestling business, I'll just talk to I'll speak from my own point of view for a second. The family that I came up with, very, very hardened family. No, you know, you don't show emotion. You know, your typical New York Italian family, you know, no emotion. And then you get thrust into the wrestling business, especially the times that in the time that we wrestled, where you have to become grizzled and thick skinned and emotionally as tough as you can be as quick as possible. So what do you do your entire life? You suppress emotion, you suppress feelings, and then you have something traumatic happen to you. And all of a sudden it's like a floodgate that, that opens up. Um, that's why I said, I think Mark still might be in a state of shock. I think the wrestling business has definitely hardened him. And I think that that one day will come where you're, you're, you're sitting there by yourself and you might not have your family around you, your loved one, your friends. And that's when it kind of hits you. Damn, I lost my brother. Um, and I hope when that moment does happen for Mark, that he can be as at peace with the situation as possible. I know we're going deep here, but I think our audience likes to hear us get off the beaten path every once in a while of like talking diehard wrestling and kind of get into the, you know, our real feelings and real emotions. So um, I also feel that then in the back of your head, like you'll, he'll hear chicken. What's wrong with you? You know? Yeah. And, and for those that, that don't know, that was Mark's nickname is chicken. And he, he would, you know, he'd be like, boy, get up. And that's kind of how you got to keep on plugging away. And if, on a final note, um, I think one of the one of the ways that Jay was able to go out, I'm sorry, Mark was able to go out there last night and was so comfortable out there is as much in Jay uh, were attached at the hip in the wrestling ring. They had enough singles career where wrestling on their own was was comfortable for them. And I think that's why we saw that comfort from Mark uh, last night. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.